Hi everyone, welcome back to Echo of the Forest, a Star Wars podcast channel, and today we're going to be talking about a lot of crazy news going on in the Star Wars world, such as Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They just released some new theme park pictures, I've been checking them out, and I have to say, it looks pretty interesting in my opinion, especially how well they did the Millennium Falcon and and all the other parts of the uh, park look very well. Well done, and I have to say, it looks looks intriguing. I just hope <laughs> when you guys go, you get to try some of the stuff out instead of sitting in lineups for an hour. But other than that, it looks really interesting. They got some bounty hunter stuff, you know, some heads of uh, previous Star Wars monsters and everything like that that are in the movies that you might notice and see. You get to go inside the Millennium Falcon, sit in the area there. Pretty not. It's it's not bad, I have to say, not bad at all. Uh, looks like they have like some sort of pet shop, like gift shop in a way, where you can buy all those cute, fluffy little uh, stuffed animals for your kids. You know, it's not bad. I'm looking at it right now, and I have to say, it looks looks really well detailed and and everything. So hope people enjoy it, people like it, and uh, see what happens. And uh, I forget they don't really give you much information of like what the park really will give you. Like, I'm to me, it just looks more like I don't know. You just walk in, you might see some uh, like some familiar faces from the Star Wars franchise. You know, certain like backdrops of like planets that you notice and and everything or locations. And you know, they don't really give you much of what it's going to be like. It looks like they give a, a crazy, like, uh, firework display going on. And apparently, uh, it had a little reunion at the, I guess, the, uh, revealing opening of the park, I'm guessing, to people. Um, I don't, I don't even know, like, from Disney staff. I'm looking at the picture and it shows right now George Lucas, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Billy D. Williams were there in this photo. So I'm guessing they're showing that they're getting ready to open the park and they're just, ex- you know, showing some people that got VIP access, I'm guessing. I don't know for sure. But it looks pretty interesting. So, that's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I hope, you know, they give more of a background and look of it and see what's going on. And then apparently there's rumors going around too with the, uh, after the Rise of the Skywalker, the new set of uh, films that they want to come out with. Apparently, I was reading, there's a, a female writer... That's actually going to be apparently what Kathleen Kenny said is writing a script for uh, Kotar, Knights of the Old Republic era type movies of three of them. Now, we all thought it was the guys that wrote pretty much um, Game of Thrones, but apparently rumors are they're, they're writing and working with Ryan Johnson, apparently. So it has not been confirmed yet by Kathleen Kennedy, but... That's what's been going on right now. There, as rumors are spreading on the internet and everything, and I was reading certain articles and everything about it. And uh, but yeah, like I'm more hyped with the Knights of the Old Republic. Like I love that game. I love the MMORPG game for the PC. Like, like I like I even think that Disney should like literally took like the CGI like parts where it shows like the movie itself where it's like literally like when you watch them like the little movie trailers that they did for the game for the uh the old republic 
those movies, that those little mini trailers or whatever you call them, like opening to like DLCs or the or or story trailer, I would love to sit and watch a show like that. If they took the exact CGI from like how they did the opening trailers for those for those for those games and the DLCs and turn it into like a like a, a series because that'd be awesome. Like they should put that on their Disney Plus because I'm telling you, if they did that, people will be going crazy because I there's fans out there that like put all their trailers together and they just call it Star Wars: The Old Republic movie and I and I watched it and how it like sinks in with all the other trailers and then you watch it 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 is phenomenal like it just blows my mind i'm like this is what this is what people want this is what people want to see like come on so i hope they do really good with the movie i hope disney doesn't go like oh we're not going to take any uh characters from the uh you know um none of the characters from the the uh the game series or anything like that and you know what i mean and you know, erase them and say our own set of characters. We don't want to make that canon. Those are legends. I hope Disney doesn't do that because that'd be really, 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 really bad in my opinion. Because like, I know Disney bought the rights to Star Wars, and the way they're going about it is like they're like, we want to make our own Star Wars like universe, our own cinematic universe star wars like anything that from legends material. Yeah, we might take bits and parts. I think they should take a lot from legends. And everything because those stories, I'm sorry, are a lot better than half the writers and production and store and 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 directors are doing than half of these people like that are in the fan film part of the industry and also like the original legends material and that history wise because to me I love to see that that'd be amazing because like there's the like, like for example, like with a Darth, like everyone wants a Darth Vader movie, but the problem with Disney is they're just gonna be like, well, you know, I know Darth Vader in his in that time period was very dark, and and uh, you know we, we want to make it for like audience for everyone. I'm like, yeah, I know, but like you know what, you gotta realize that a lot of the fans are like are older too you know you have to get something to the older fans not just the kids like like you have your little tv shows you can do you have your little like like little cartoon movies you can probably come out with like don't get me wrong like i understand like the kids need to watch them star wars too but give us a crazy i'm not saying a rated r don't get me wrong that'd be badass if it was freaking rated r I'd love to see rated R Darth Vader, man. See him just go crazy and and hunt down the remaining Jedi. Show his like dark, dark side of him. How he was so feared in the galaxy. Like when people hear this guy breathing, they're 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 literally like crap in their pants, man. Like imagine just sitting there on a freaking planet. You see the Empire come in. You're just like, oh, oh shit, oh, we're doomed. And then in you know you see a shuttle land and he's in the capital and all here is that freaking breathing, man. That. I'd be like, oh shit, I just shot myself. I'd be like, run. This motherfucker's gonna kill us. Like, this this guy in this black charcoal suit, man, he's gonna chokehold me, slam me into a wall, throw a lightsaber through my chest. I don't know. I'm dipping, like, straight up. Like, I love to see that, but that's not reality. It's Disney, right? So I think if they're gonna do, like, the most darkest Darth Vader movie, it'd probably be, like, a PG, probably 13 or. Or something like that. But to me, that'd be sick. Because, you know, 
I love to see a Vader. We don't see Vader much. Like, if you watch all these other guys that make Star Wars fan channels and everything, like Star Wars Theory, you know, the guy, the guy is amazing. Amazing. And... Like he said, I was I follow him on YouTube and everything. So like like he said, he's like we don't get to see Darth Vader a lot. We don't see his character develop a lot in the movies. We don't get to see like him like fight much. It's like it's like sequences. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy. And and that's the thing that sucks about it because he's such an iconic character that like. His story and everything has been on the down low, and then the prequels come out. But even with the prequels, we got a little bit. The only thing I didn't like, I didn't like about the prequels too much, is we don't, we didn't get to see a lot of the Clone War. We didn't. It was like really quick. Like thank God for the series. Like don't get me wrong, the series was good. I didn't mind the two different series that they made. But for live action, though, and in, in, in the theater and 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 everything, I would love to see more of like a Clone War, like crazy, like war like just a nut just a nut war movie man just straight up like you know it'd be it'd be good to see that in like three if they did episode three like if they if someone said like we're going to redo episode three what should we do i say the key factions that you should do in episode three is like literally don't make make show a little bit more of a clone war like I don't know, prelude, pre, pre-story or whatever you call it. Like, leading up to explain, like, all the battles and, and then leading up to the final battle on Coruscant. Like, it's the last battle in the whole Clone Wars uh, era, right? The final battle out of the war and everything, right? When it comes to that, because there's, like, not a lot of wars. There's, like, the Kashyyyk thing, but we got, we saw a glimpse of that. Then there was that other one on um, uh, that other planet with those weird-looking dudes on it. Where Obi Wan goes to. There's that planet. Sorry, I forget that. And then you see where all the other Jedi die on Order sixty six. Those planets, but they're the glimpse, man. Like they're glimpsed. It's just like boom, boom, flash, flash, flash. There you go. There's your, there's your cock tease. But like you know what I mean, like that too. And then see like Vader develop when he goes to the dark side. Like to me, like don't get me wrong. Like he, I feel like they rushed him going down to the dark side. Like it's just it went way too fast. You want to gradually let him, like, develop that. Like, you know, you want him, like, you know, to slowly, like, transition. Not just, like, I got to save Padme. And then Palpatine just looks at him. If you, if you bring me into, you know, Sam L. Jackson, you know what I mean? TikTok, motherfucker! You, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I'm screwed if you bring me to Sam L. Jackson. I'm, I'm done. And then Anakin's like, oh, well, fuck, all right, you know, I have to bring you in. You know, and in and, and, and that scene where, you know, he goes in and tells Sam L. Jackson character, Mace Windu, and you know how Mace Windu says, I trust you, but blah, I feel like confusion. I think what Sam, like, imagine if it was an alternate, like, universe. Imagine if, I think if Sam L. Jackson's character brought Anakin with him to confront Palpatine... And he saw how Palpatine reacted. Like, say, like, Sam L. Jackson, like, said, you know, we should not trust your friend. You'll see how bad and evil he is. And you know how, imagine if Anakin saw him strike down all those Jedi. I don't think he would trust Palpatine afterwards, after seeing that. I think he would become, like, after they defeat um, 
Palpatine after that, or he Palpatine like dies, or he goes to jail, or whatever ends up happening. I think he because he would be get his wish, a Jedi Master on the Council. I think he would actually, you know, be on the Council and everything. They'll you know reward him with that. But that's just an alternate idea, alternate universe idea. But you know what I mean. But moving on. Sorry to get off topic, but I just wanted to throw that throw that out there. But um, you know what I mean. Like I think this should have slowly developed his character going to the dark side. Like he just, to me, they just rushed it. Like, okay, I could save your wife. Boom. Don't bring me to Sam L. Jackson. Like I said, Oh, I'm going to bring you Sam L. Jackson. Oh no. Okay. I trust you. No, you don't trust me. Why well, I'm not. Okay. Well, I'm going to go and save Palpatine now. And then, you know, I need him to save my wife. Oh no. He's lying to you, Anakin. He's lying to you. You don't trust him. Ah, boom. There goes Mace out the window. And then the pff, motherfuckers to the dark side. Then he goes and kills kids and shit. It's like, Whoa, you're rushing this, man. Like, I know you have a cap line of, like, you know, like, I think it was, like, two hours, that movie. But, like, seriously, like, holy shit, man. Like, they were just like, okay, just throw it, throw it, throw it, throw it. But what about the Clone Wars, George? What about the Clone Wars? Well, you know, throw them some fucking Kashyyyk shit and this shit and that shit. That'll shut them up. We got to, like, end this quick. Boom, boom, boom. And tie it all together. Oh, okay. And, like, you know what I mean? Like... That's the only... Uh, don't get me wrong. I like the prequels. I'm sorry. Like, people put down the prequels a lot, and it drives me nuts. But to me, I think the prequels are better than Disney's movies. The lightsaber battles were amazing in the prequels. They actually trained themselves. They actually got trained by, like, a great swordsman. I forget his name. Who trained a lot of the cast members that were, with, like, dealt with, like, lightsabers and stuff. I forget the the guy's name. You know, you had Ray Parker who played Darth Maul, who was crazy in general with his his uh, background history. You know what I mean? Like they got actors, they got act- and they pushed these actors to train, man. Like even Hayden Christian said, like his training hours and uh, Ewan McGregor's training hours were nuts on the film on the film set. Like it's it's they're to me when I watch these Star Wars movies from Disney, it's like they're watching two nerds in Walmart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's so cheesy. Like, you got Finn just grabs a lightsaber. I know he's not a Jedi, but he's just, like, hammering down like a hammer on him and trying to do these, like, fancy spin around with the lightsaber. And then he gets his ass kicked. But, like, I'm just sitting there like, what is this? And then Ray's development character. Like, to me, that was a joke. Like, oh, I don't know who I am. I just magically have the Force. Oh, okay. You know, no training done. She already Jedi mind, Jedi mind tricks the shit out of the Stormtrooper. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I was so confused. I was like, I don't get this now. I I really don't get it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, okay. And then next minute, she's like, pulls a lightsaber to her. And with her and Kylo Ren fighting, Kylo Ren's like, what the hell? I've just been training with Snoke for years. I got trade from my uncle. And this nobody just comes and pops out of nowhere. It takes my grandfather's freaking lightsaber from me. This is bullshit. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? And I'm watching this film, like, there's no development, there's no nothing with these characters, it's just like, you know, there's no originality with these Disney films. And I look at a lot of Star Wars fans, and they know what original content is, they know, like, good storytelling, like, even if you guys haven't watched Star Wars series, uh, Vader story, man, you gotta check that out. That That is the most depth shit I've ever watched that was a fan-made Star Wars film, like, how he did it was amazing like even the guy too like that new um i just watched it too and i had to save it in my favorites was the guy who did the uh uh reimagined fight with darth vader and obi-wan 
from episode four kind of make it more of an upgradable fighting style like they did with Mustafar and how he did that was phenomenal like you see these guys that have no budget no production value behind them nothing and look how much great content they pull out like here you know what I'm actually going to log in I'm going to log in right now and I want to see how many views this guy has now because I haven't watched it in a while and it is nuts. He has to have like a shitload. I'm horrible with numbers, so don't if I say it wrong, don't don't laugh. Oh, uh, here we go. Star Wars SC. What is it called? Beefless undeniable burger. Nah, I don't want to hear that. Burger yeah, whatever. I want to hear the sound. Sorry about that. A burger? I don't care about your burgers. Just show me the video. Alright, so, yeah, it's called SC38 Reimagine. So, this was posted up May 8th, 2019. Man, that is has 331k likes, man. Oh, boy, that's a lot of numbers. Whew. Oh, boy, Jesus. And, like, that's, having, that's only been on for, like, a couple weeks. Oh, boy. Boy, that is nuts. I'll let you guys check it out. I'm not going to spoil it for you because <laughs> you'll see what I mean. But yeah, just type in Star Wars SC38 Reimagined and look at this views. I'll, I'll let you guys watch it and then send me like anything, some messages or whatever. Let me know what you think of it. Because I know some there's some hardcore fans out there just like, oh, dude, it's just reimagined and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. But man, seeing this reimagined is... is it's not like it blows my mind like watching this like it just the most craziest thing ever seen in star wars and i love it and the guy did an amazing job so i think disney really gotta you know step up their game and uh, start listening to fans and watching what fans are doing what fans are wanting like i know people say like well these these nerds man they're going overboard it's a movie maybe not everyone will agree with them but you know what? I'm, I understand what you mean by that. Like, don't don't get me wrong. Like, there's some people who just be like, you know, like calm, like calm down a bit. You know, like apparently there's a on Change.org. There's a poll going on to get rid of uh, the writers, the new writers that are writing the new Star Wars films. With I guess Ryan Johnson is the Game of Thrones uh, writers. There, there, there's a Change Org thing going on where they want to kick them off off it. Like, I can understand, like, a lot of people weren't too happy with season 8 of Game of Thrones. You know, but, you know, they're not... People just said it was rushed. I don't think it was the story. I think it was just people think they just rushed production. Like, they didn't take their time, I guess, like the other seasons, I'm guessing. And they're just worried with Star Wars in general. And and it's true, though. You know, you... you like, I don't know if the rumor is true, but when you say Ryan Johnston... How he messed up Star Wars with his movie, The Last Jedi, and I, you know, there's it's mixed emotions with that. And then you got the writers that wrote eight seasons of Game of Thrones, and they fucked up on one season, fucking one up season. Now the social media is like crushing them right now. It, it's sad, like you know, they fucked up once. Not everyone's perfect, but like you know what I mean. But but compared to compared to like what Ryan Johnson did with Star Wars and what they did. With Game Thrones, it's complete opposite. I'm sorry. Like, the guy did... I haven't watched the show, but to me, like, everyone loved all seven seasons but set one. To me, that's good. 
for a writer to write seven seasons and only have one season that people did not like, to me, that's good. A multi-million dollar franchise, big aspect of the eighth episode in that series, and you peed off tons of fans that put a backlash on the, the solo film, that, that's something completely different. That is completely different. Because man, that that's bad. That is bad. That's like that's like getting like a, a music video director that's really good. You know what I mean? Tells good stories in music videos and they're like, Man, man, you should try directing. You should get into a movie. You know, okay. And then they say, Hey, maybe you should try to do a Star Wars film. Oh f- sure, I love Star Wars. Why the fuck not? He goes into Star Wars and he ruins it. Ruins the shit out of it. Like Ryan Johnson did. And you're sitting there and you're just like, man, what the fuck were you doing? And he's just like, man, I just, I wanted to do what I wanted to do with the stuff. Well, dude, you don't do what you want to do. You're a brand new director. I have like, I, like, I don't even know what movies Ryan Johnson even made. The only one I know of is The Last Jedi. But I have to look this up because I know he probably didn't make that many movies. Like, to me, he sounds like a newish director. Like, I don't think he's been around directing long, because I never heard any of his movies. I never even heard of the director, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up here. So let's see what he's done so far. Oh, he actually did a few, actually. Uh, nothing too big, though. Oh, he did Looper. <laughs> that was a stupid movie anyways, probably. He's doing post-production for Knives Out right now. And then Untitled Star Wars Trilogy Episode 1 announced, apparently. But there's no date. It just says announcement on it. But Looper was horrible. Looper was bad. I think that's the one with Bruce Willis and What's-His-Face. I think. I think it's that one. Oh, yeah, it is. Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon and Emily Blunt. Yeah, I remember that movie. It was really bad. (laughs) Not one of my favorites. But, yeah. But yeah, as you can see, he didn't really do much. Not a lot. He was a, like, Looper didn't make that well. If I know, if I remember, I think it did really bad in the box office. Didn't do well at all. So yeah, he directed and write it. But uh, I don't know. That guy got bad heat though, man. I don't know how his career is going to go, but he got some bad heat with that Last Jedi. If I got bad heat... <laughs> Literally writing a movie and directing a Star Wars movie, I think I'll have like Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Literally, I would not even want to show my face in public because he's gonna look at me and go, You ruined my childhood, you dick. And he's gonna be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Oh, he was in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, Imperial Technician. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, I guess that was a big breakdown. <laughs> Please let me direct a new Star Wars movie, please. No, Ryan Johnson, please. Okay, fine. But, yeah. But, you know, there's so many rumors going around, you know, for all these movies. We have to wait and see. Like, there's a lot of people, like Mike Zero, he's just posted about nine minutes ago about uh, the truth of Ray's father. Honestly, I don't know where this guy gets his information from, like, I don't know how, but he always, I've seen like four, five, six videos with that title now 
that he's come out with, and it's saying reveal details leaked, reveals details leaked. Like I don't know where he gets his sources from. You know what I mean? I don't know. But if it's legit, then good because like I I watch some of his stuff and everything as well to see what he comes out with. But um, but yeah. But you know, it's been there's also some sad news too. The guy who played uh, Chewbacca died too. So you know, when I heard that, I was sad as hell too because like he created an iconic character himself, and like I was watching a Harrison Ford video on Jimmy Fallon and how he opened up and he said like you know he did some things that like no one could uh, could do like in the situation he was in and he pulled through and he did what he can do playing that character and it's sad because like you know he's an iconic character everyone knows Chewbacca and everything and he made Chewbacca very no one can ever replace that like I know there's a new guy playing him now but I give him props, like, what I've seen so far, he's doing really good, but no one can ever, ever, ever replace the original guy, ever, in my opinion. But with with video games and stuff, apparent, uh, apparently this new Star Wars game, I forget the name of it now, um, it's, I know it takes place uh, between 3 and 4, I know that for a fact. And, um, it's like an adventure game, I think. Yeah, the Star Wars Jedi, Jedi Fallen Order. So, to me, when I watch this, this to me, this is more like a rehash of, of Force Unleashed. But, like, not as badass. Like, don't get me wrong. The first Force Unleashed was good. I like how, like, the moves of the Force to use and everything. Like, to me, this looks like Uncharted. Star Wars game, like literally, when I watch the trailer, it's just, it's very like Uncharted like, mixed with probably, I don't know, millions of other games. But, I don't know. And for the price, what you're going to pay, like games now, I don't know where you live in Canada, with tax and everything, they're like $79.99, I believe, with tax included, it's like 90 bucks. So, I'm not going to throw out 90 bucks on just a normal campaign. Single player game. I'm not. And and it, it's stupid. Like they have so many better ideas. Like to me, they should do a freaking open world Star Wars game. Do an open world like Just Cause, where you can just, or even bigger than Just Cause. Like imagine making a game that is open world. You create your own character. You choose the era that you want to go in: prequel, original, or sequel trilogy. You could choose any background, Sith, Jedi, bounty hunter, soldier, politician, um, anything. Like anything, any type of character drama, make your own story in the Star Wars universe. Right? And you can do what like you want to do in it. You know, there's some missions you have to complete, obviously, but it's just it's just random stuff to, and to develop and it chooses your story like say like down the road you're playing the game for the last 24 hours 24 hours into a game and it asks you like are you ready to end your your story and how would you want to end it and you're like no i want to keep going so they there's more missions you can do more development Right, and they have their little CGI cutscenes in it, you know, and it shows like all that. And then after you want to like beat the game, 
it shows all the CGI into one thing, and it's like a movie showing like your history of your character, developing of your character. So it's like technically making your own Star Wars movie film, but it's a video game, and it's an open world, and you got different factions to choose from, like I said. I would spend 90 bucks on a game like that. Not a game that's like probably a campaign is probably like if you just don't want to get all the bonuses and, and everything. Not that, that campaign is probably going to maybe be like a 10-hour game, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't really play a lot of those just campaign games, right? And then I'll say like say you want to get into where you find all the unlocks, all this and everything and get all the stuff, beat all the side missions if they do. This is probably going to take you about 20 plus something hours probably. And and then you get the DLC content. And usually with DLC content with these games are horrible. Like with like the Force Unleashed, the first one, it was it was cool what they did with the DLCs with that game. Then the sequel came out and the sequel was so short and the DLCs were short. The DLCs were expensive. They weren't cheap. And you're like, why would I pay this? And my stupid ass paid for the collector's edition. So I paid a hundred. I think it was like a hundred something bucks for this collector edition. I got a steel case for uh, the Star Wars Force Unleashed two. They apparently the guy at EB Games ran out of a freaking skin code that you can make your Star Killer Mall skin or whatever. I couldn't even get that. I paid for this money. And they give you a 512 megabyte Star Killer USB stick. That's what I got. And like flashcards. What in the hell was I thinking? Because like when you see, they don't give you much of detail what comes with it. They give you a little detail like, oh, you can get this and get that. I was just like, oh man, I can get the skin. I want the Darth Maul skin. But like you can't buy that separately. You can't go to the PlayStation store and say, okay, look, I could pay $8.99 for that add-on. I don't need to get the deluxe edition. I can just buy it on the store digitally. But no, back then when it was on the PS3, it was like you had to buy the the uh, the uh, collector's edition to get it. And it kind of pissed me off. I was like, man, this is BS. I spend that money, and you sit there and you tell me, like, no, man, you're dropping the price now. That game is... <laughs> No, <laughs> I name it, and then literally I beat that game in like a night, and I was so displeased because the first one took me a long time to beat. Like it was hard, and it was long, and I liked it. And even the DLCs were long, and I liked it, and kind of challenging too. But you know what I mean? Like I don't know. EA needs to make better games. They did. They're doing, I guess, okay with Battlefront two right now. A lot of people are liking the supremacy and all that. But, as I can tell you right now, I think they should more look into the open world aspect of it. Like, apparently there was supposed to be a Darth Maul game. Apparently. That tells his story of how Maul came. But it was cancelled. Of course. And I saw gameplay of it. You can go on YouTube and type in cancelled Darth, uh, uh, cancelled Darth Maul video game on YouTube and they'll show you. And it looks crazy. And I'm like, why why did they cancel this? Like what the what the hell were you thinking? But, you know, that's the game industry, man. They think what they want. They don't care what the fans like. 
They slap a title on it and it says Star Wars on it. They know people are going to buy it and want to try it. And then they get their money. And the sucky thing is games now, they don't even come out with demos to even you to try it. Because they, they did that and they know how crappy the game was. They would have made it money. So now they just <laughs> release, the, release the game and you have to buy it. And then you trade it in and you get crappy uh, credit back. And it's true. Unless you want to sign up for a beta. But then they get you that way too saying, hey... You can try the beta for this game. It's like a demo, but you have to pre-order the game to get the beta. You can't register to see if you're out of 10,000 people plus that you'd be chosen for the beta. No, of course they don't do it like that. Or they should just make everyone try the beta, but they don't. Because if they do that, like people are going to be like, this game is crap. Even though it's a beta, there's going to be bugs and, and, and issues with it. People are going to say, like, this game is whack. I'm not paying it. So then they waste all that developing time and everything, the beta time for it. And they're like, well, just give us our feedback so we make it better. I'm like, no, this game looks shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So they're smart on that end, right, for doing that. But you know what I mean. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. I know everyone likes to babble and complain about stuff but i'm just giving you some news and some inputs what i think star wars should do and you know what i honestly hope you know disney doesn't just sink this and literally milk the crap out of this franchise because i grew up with it i loved it my first star wars i was like six years old was empire strikes back and then i started watching all the other ones and that was awesome and i don't need disney ruining my childhood anymore because I'm really sad what they're doing with it. That's just my opinion. There's too many uh, good uh, shows and movies that are being remaked and renewed or brought back with sequels and it's just horrible. Like, I don't know. Same with, oh, I can name off a few like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is horrible, man. Those look like steroid salamanders, not freaking turtles and they look so cheesy and Megan Fox is horrible acting. Like I still can't. I still remember that scene in that movie. And not to go off topic, but they were my friends. I'm just like, what? I'm just like, man, Michael Bay, you're just destroying a lot of franchises. Stop. Imagine Michael Bay did a Star Wars film. I wonder how you guys would feel about that. <laughs> I love to see people how they feel about that. Well, you guys have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to me. This is Randy Ziegler, and thank you for listening to Echo of the Force, a Star Wars podcast channel. Uh, Sorry for the late episode, just been busy, but don't worry, more content coming out. And uh, email me of uh, certain things you want me to talk about, certain things you heard in the Star Wars universe, rumors, news, anything, insight, my insight on it. Just let me know, and uh, let me know what's going on in the world of Star Wars, and let the Force be with you guys. Peace.